This one short episode of Indian Noir has a hard R rating for extreme body horror and sexually explicit content. Listener discretion is advised. Transmission. Suleika. My Suleika. I love her honeydew dark skin. That thousand watt smile that wrangles you in from across the room. Her gestures when she's excited about something, which is pretty much all the time. The way her hair falls across her forehead. Her scent, like a perfumed flower in the desert. I have been in relationships before. Been absolutely in love with the other person. But this was something else. This is the intimacy of the soul made manifest. She was my colleague at a Pune-based ad agency. Our frequencies matched. Our thoughts collided in the night sky and exploded like multicolor fireworks. We were friends for a long time before I made the first move. I didn't have the courage to do it face to face. So like a coward, I did it over the phone. That was three months ago. It's been wonderful. And we've had sex maybe three times. Every time. It was mind-blowing. Pooh, wow. Just thinking about it makes me go weak in the knees. But we have been a bit busy with work and family. And we have not been physically intimate in a while. So when the virus mania took hold of the population... And the government forced everyone to self-isolate in their homes and not go to their workplaces. We decided to escape to Matheran. A beautiful hill station, a hundred k's or so from our hometown. The rates were damn cheap because the tourists were all scared to visit. And we got this amazing one-bedroom eco-cabin in the woods for a pittance. It was perfect. We were far away from the other cabins, and the forest was noisy. It was just Suleika's loud moans of pleasure, and my tongue flicking up and down on her sex. I loved eating up that girl. She tasted so good, like salty fruit. I loved squeezing her nipples while I sucked on her clit. And then she would climb on my cock and move up and down slowly, till I spilled my juices into her, outside of her.
We didn't watch the TV. We wanted to be as far away as possible from the news of deaths in China, shutdowns in Europe, paranoia in India. It was just Suleika and I, making love on the bed, on the couch, on the veranda at night as we watched the darkness seep into the woods. I thanked the stars for these two weeks, two weeks in this heaven devouring every square inch of Suleika's skin and her juices. We had just finished an epic three-hour shag fest and we were lying next to each other panting and giggling when Suleika sneezed for the first time. Our giggles were uncontrollable now. I joked that she had contracted the virus from riding me too many times, that her immunity was compromised by the size of my dick. They really don't know how the virus infected patient zero to this day. Could have been a bat, a wild cat, Suleika said. Who could have been aliens, I said, and we both burst into a bout of laughter at the end of which I sneezed. We laughed some more. Our bodies and minds were tired, but the absolute joy of being with each other, celebrating our intimacy in the privacy of the jungle cabin, surged in our veins like stimulants. We should sleep now, honey, so we can wake up and do this all over again, I said. She chuckled. I planted a sweet kiss on her lips before drifting off to sleep. I dreamt that the roof of the cabin opened up above us. A swirling universe dotted with spinning stars bled in through the opening. From the centre of that swirling maelstrom in heaven came glowing furry brown spores. They drifted slowly from the skies and entered our nostrils, which received them like they were offerings from the gods. Something beautiful embedded in the tree-like structures within our lungs. Something throbbing and glistening like a horde of lusty pathogenic invaders. They chittered and chirped inside our rib cages, and the breach in the roof that ushered in the Milky Way responded by sealing itself shut. When I woke up from the dream, it was morning. The sunlight streaming through the curtains lit up the empty side of the bed. I felt different like my body was filled with delightful but discordant musical notes that intrigued and thrilled my soul. A delirious, joyful aura permeated every object I cast my eye on, and it brought a big smile to my lips. <coughs> Suddenly, I heard Suleika's dry coughs ring out from the bathroom, and without any consideration for her privacy, I barged in to see her hack up tiny objects which looked like Indian milkweed seeds. Woolly clusters of tiny kernels that floated out of her open mouth 
every time she coughed. Alarm bells that rung in my mind and the concern I felt in my heart was quickly snuffed out by amusement, like a numbing gel added to a bleeding gum that is about to encounter a sharp blade. Suleika did not look particularly worried either. In fact, her eyes registered amusement at what her body could conjure. Are you seeing this, sweetheart? she said. Together, we gazed up in wonder at the flurry of flying seeds now glowing yellow in the rays of the morning sun. A tiny pang of concern tugged at my heart again and I blurted out, Should we be taking you to the hospital, darling? She looked at me incredulously. You pudhu! And she laughed a mad laugh that rang through the house. And I joined in the raucous laughter till I started coughing up black objects that looked like blackberry fruit. They floated out of my mouth like tiny balloons and rose up to join and mate with the objects Suleika had ejected out from her lungs. I was thoroughly enjoying watching the beautiful mounds of her breasts bouncing rhythmically as she churned my cock when the thin red lines appeared all over her chest. The lines grew thicker as flesh parted and a viscous white fluid leaked from inside. Above us, the objects we had banished from our bodies had bonded to form blue globules of pus that roosted on the entire ceiling of the cabin like alien eggs waiting to hatch. I turned my attention back to Suleika's chest, which first transformed into a grilled window into her body displaying her beating heart and her expanding and contracting lungs, and then through the alchemy of sculpted skin and fat and muscle, morphed to form thick fleshy flaps. The front of her torso looked like a fish's gills combined with an axolotl's feathery breathing apparatus. Corpulent flowers, the colour of an azure Mediterranean sea, blossomed on her nipples. It's beautiful, isn't it? She said, looking down at me, with the face of a woman who was about to achieve the heights of pleasure. You think I can suck on it? I asked. Yes, please, she said. Do it right now. I took that floral mass in my mouth and sucked on it hard. Her gill flaps and its feathery adornments flared excitedly as we came together the orgasms washing over us like electric tidal waves. By late that night, sack-shaped fungi with fruiting bodies had erupted from my skin. It puffed out perfumed powder into the air. Suleika breathed it in deep, like it was Uttar from the finest perfumeries in Arabia. 
you smell delicious, she said. Green chitinous patches appeared all over my body, giving me the appearance of an organic emerald mosaic stone. My face was now covered in blue mould and glowed with a muted light seen only in caves coloured with luminous bacteria. Oh wow, Suleika said, admiring the bioluminescence which grew brighter every time I gazed upon her open mouth. Imagine how much you will glow when I pleasure you, she said as she dropped down on her knees and sucked me dry. By the time the eggs on the ceiling had hatched into a fungal forest of multicolored mushrooms and toadstools and fleshy crimson sacks, we had spent an entire week in each other's arms transforming together into a bioform that was a living piece of art. We were God's magnificent sculptures, and uplifted by this knowledge, we danced in the living room to our favorite music. We didn't need to step outside, because we knew what our fruiting eyes would see. A whole world that thought it had the kind of flu that it could empty into white tissues. A revolution it thought it could contain with a 14-day quarantine. An ascension it planned to prevent with social distancing. No, that world of fools was gone. Now it was a forest of limbs that grew vines and ears that puffed out spores, and nostrils that leaked lubricious mucus, and organs that grew mouths of fleshy white gilled desire. Moving breathing statues, decked with blue carpets of mould, and brown chitinous fans of bones that sat outside the bodies of those who were blessed, truly blessed. I love my Suleika, my dear darling girl, my ebony princess. The love of my life. There is nothing like being in her arms. There is nothing like being inside her. And here she stands, covered in fungal adornments and throbbing filamentous growths. Every orifice in her body bore spongy fruits. Grilled and spiky outgrowths crafted a crown on her head, and clusters of corals waved feverishly from under her armpits. My queen. We are in the middle of the living room, standing atop a platform crafted by organic matter, swollen like puffballs. The fabric of reality is tearing open, and the ceiling once again offers a view of the universe. However, this time we are awake. We are ready for the final stage of the sacred disease. I am a forest of stunning organic adornments, but I am no match for the glory of my empress, my Suleika. I fall to my knees, 
I beg her to bless me with her grace. While she does not possess a countenance that resembles a human face anymore, I feel the warmth and love and compassion radiate out of delectable tumors that are many shades of blue, that ripple with etheric energy to convey her emotions. My love, my soulmate. Suleika spreads her leg for one last time. I look up and I see it. I see the truth. A vertiginous pillar rising up into the heavens, showcasing the dominant life forms of the universe. Fungal skyscrapers bathed in starlight and caressed by comets, shedding iridescent flares like snakeskin. Now, finally, I understand. Humans are biomatter destined to rot away to enrich the soil that sustains this great edifice. That Suleika and I have this love. That I have this opportunity to feed off my princess one last time is a mercy.